Okay. Start now. Start now? Okay. Hold on. Manon has decreed we start. <laughs> start the timer. Timer starts on. And we shall start. Timer don't know. The Game of Metas podcast. It's welcome, start... welcome. Well, we usually start... Uh, usually we start cold. But this time is a... You know how when... Hot. Not really... Yeah, hot mics. Hot mics. No, oh. I, I, I was thinking oh. of when you want to start the car on a rainy night. And it has been there for a few days. And it takes time to... So, that's basically our start for this episode number 15. You should, you should just start with like... Uh, start at Ananting. Okay, let's start. And then... <laughs> Now that you say it, I had I have to do it then. <laughs> it's a do or not do. Okay, so before we start proper, let's introduce the panel. As usual, we have one Amiro. One, say hi. Hello, pedophiles are bad. This shouldn't be hard to say. Okay, <laughs> noted. Next on the list, we have Daniel. Say hello, Daniel. Hello. Hello, indeed. And not forgetting Anan, who decreed us to start the podcast. Say hi. Hello. Hello. And joining all of you is Amirul Macron of Sashraf here. And I have a timer this time, so hopefully it won't go two hours long. Three hours, remember. It was three hours. Three hours. Three hours. That's still hard to sing in. For those on Anchor.fm, I'm sorry. I I have put it that. The whole lump sum of three hours because it'll just mess up the numbering because I don't want to call it uh, part two as number 15. This is number 15. Let's get on to the show. But before that, uh, a few housekeeping. I'm not going to talk much, but I just need to say this to get it out of the way. One, uh, remember last time we talked about Hypergun? We ranted a lot about it. Fortunately, like a few days after we released the podcast, they issued an update. They fixed a lot of stuff. All our complaints are now invalid. Nice. Good on them. So I'm not trying to say that they listened to the podcast and felt so bad that they changed it. But I'm just saying there was no update before we made the podcast. And after we made the podcast, there was an update. So, you know. Let's just claim the credit. Good. <laughs> and secondly, I have to take this first point of the docket just to breeze up quickly. Uh, the Love Esquire guys, the Kickstarter, they've already reached their mark. The game is yeah. already funded. The visual novel slash JRPG slash Gangurus like game will be made. <laughs> and I think the last time I checked, they've almost reached the 40,000 oh, 40, USD goal. So, wow. physical Dakimakuras for everyone. No, not for everyone, but, but for the backers. Now. Kickstarter. Hold on, I'll give you live report. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Straight from the source. 36,513 USD. Okay. And I think 40,000 is a Dakimakura? Uh, I don't know. Stretch goals. Can. Because the game's already funded. Yeah, Yeah, alright. So, so if you have not yet pledged, go and pledge, and you can also download the demo there. You can 
get a feel of the game yourself. And on that Kickstarter page as well, we are listed among the great pantheons of other gaming media sites such as Loot Game. <laughs> yep. Yeah. The highest point of all right now. I'm looking at it right now. It's great. Look at us. We are in great company. So, <laughs> do you think when Hafiz first started this site, like that was his plan? Is like a few years from now, we're gonna be on a on the website of a Kickstarter success next to Loot Gamer and Anime Herald. Nice. No, no, imagine uh, like like five years time man, after we are already quote unquote successful man. Uh, then Hafiz have to do an interview about how we started Gamer Malaya and then what happened to Gamer Matters and he's like Oh yeah, that one <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I have no control Didn't we say that we wanted to be media partner oh, as seen on? Okay, I thought I thought we were like media partner or something Oh, oh that one Yang Yang Mobile, we have to talk later. But okay, so basically, that's the the housekeeping for tonight, for today, for whatever time you are listening for this episode. Let's move on to the first point of the docket. Wam, please, please update on your journey into this Kill Team League. league. Okay, so my local my local store had a has a Kill Team League going on right now. And how it works is that uh, you register your kill teams and you hang it up on the wall. And because the rulebook contains a bunch of scenarios that you can play, and mm-hmm. so the loser of every uh, there's a penalty for losing a scenario, and so you have like four different resources. And if any of your resources hit zero, then you're out of the game. You you become a gorilla. Mm-hmm. So okay. uh, I am representing my the Tau Empire with my sept sept fuck trust, uh, spelt in spelt with a bunch of apostrophes because you know there's children in the store. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading right now. I'm what? Okay, now I get it. Sept fuck trust. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there are apostrophe. Like, no, no one asks me about it in the store. Like no one asks, "Oh, what's your kill team called?" Because there's always kids around. I'm, I cannot tell you what my. I am legally not allowed to tell you what my kill team <laughs> is called. Oh, I will write down for the you know, video feed. But for those who are listening in, is S E P T one word F A apostrophe K T H apostrophe R A S T. Now imagine how it's spelled. Now say it. Say it out loud. Fuck trust. <laughs> but yeah, so the way it works is the campaign is three months long. And so like, I think by right, you're supposed to roll for experience and stuff. So your your stats carry over between every game. But uh, so I played two, <laughs> two like, because usually people play one-on-one games. Like you can play three or four player games. So the first game I played was a three-player game. And it was... Uh, what was the objective? I can't remember. It was just... Oh, yeah. It was just inflict as much morale damage to the other teams as possible. So I ended up losing that one because everyone gangs up on the Tower Empire, dude. Always. Ooh. Everyone's like, oh, shit. He's got a lot of range and really powerful guns. We need to, we need to fucking wreck him now. Do you still have your, your, your vacuum... <laughs> Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my, your, my your Roombas. Roombas. <laughs> you still have it on your squad now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, cool, so, cool. It was, it was a pretty standard game, except for you know the whole losing thing. So that's where. Then the next, the next game we played was a four-way game, and this mission is called uh, Take Prisoners. And how it works is that uh, you score a point every time you capture an opponent's model, and the way you capture them is to kill them in melee range. Uh, okay, okay, How okay. fucking suck at melee. So I was like, shit. <laughs> what a surprise. So the game went from four players each trying to take each other out to everyone chasing me down because they know that I have the <laughs> chance of fighting back. <sighs> so I had to modify my list before the game started. The moment I knew what game what game type we were playing, I got rid of all my like foot soldiers and switch to like potatoes and Roombas because they can fly which makes them slightly better at avoiding melee. Oh <laughs> it sounds like yeah. a chase, it sounds like a chase chase the chicken sort of situation. It was. There's space Roombas I... going <laughs> all over the map. I sent one dude and one Roomba like to run around the map specifically just to like get everyone into each other's path. Oh good. <laughs> While the remainder of my troops like hung out in an old building, shooting anyone who who tried to get too close. Oh. And because almost everyone at the store plays fucking Space Marines. Casuals. I've played Space Marines so much now. Uh, are there at least different chapters? Or uh, are they yeah, all out from Marines? <laughs> most of them played. That the the two that were playing in this game were playing Death Watch. Death Watch are like the specialist alien hunters. They can equip like special ammo. I hate it. Um, okay. And then uh my friend, one of my friends was playing as well, and he brought his girlfriend with him. And Ooh. so he was like he were he was, his girlfriend doesn't know much about the game, but he was helping her roll his dice for him. So he was like, okay. Roll, uh, I need you to roll two dice. Okay, I need you to roll one die. I need you to roll two dice. And then come my turn, because Tao shoot a lot. So I would like take out like four dice and like throw them every single time. And she's towards the end of the game, she turns around, I was like, why does he roll like four dice every time? And he's like, yeah, that's just Tao Empire. That's just what you do in Tao Empire. You just have a shit ton of guns. That match ended as a tie, because everyone only had one point. I somehow managed to get one melee kill. <laughs> you managed. Alright. It took so much effort, but I did it. And and so no one lost points for that run. The Kill Team League is still going on. If you're interested in trying it out, dear listener, it's at Warhammer Publica. Just come in, bring your point bring your kill team. It's a hundred points. If you build your kill team in the store, you get a card that lets that gives you one additional resource, which will save you from dying. <laughs> and if you see me, I'll give you a fucking sunlight medal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you yeah. if you play me in kill team, because I want more people to play with. However, if you play Space Marines, uh, just know that I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, the hatred for the Space Marines. <laughs> yeah, man, listen. 
and I'm so glad how Empire guns are so strong. Because at least, like, when they hit, they almost always wound because they're so strong. But it's just... Malas are Space Marines. They all have the same gun, you know. Yeah, it, uh, but that's multiplayer experience in general, no? Uh, you have the many... You say the general people that will always play at this sort of style anywhere, anytime, whatever the choice. Which leads to our next topic. Uh, Daniel puts on the docket as the horrors of F1 2018 multiplayer. So basically what I'm describing is puntings and crashings and game go dead. <laughs> no Pantorino, Jimmy. No, no Pantorino. Please, no Pantorino. Uh, good God! Oh my God! The punting in the rank, uh, rank servers are just horrible. I no. thought they have SR system now. What SR system? It's still the same. <laughs> so, so what? Uh, what the whole whole thing about the new F one twenty eighteen game is that they already put the the safety rating, driver rating thing, right? Uh, which is mm-hmm. new to this year's iteration of the game. And you are saying that that does not stop the puntings, the nope. pantorinos. Uh, I think I met you uh, shot a video of one of the famous uh, F1 YouTubers that tried oh, to he's... play multiplayer. Oh, he's famous. Uh. I literally don't know. It's just somehow uh, YouTube algorithm says uh, F1 2018 in a nutshell. In a nutshell, it's very SEO optimized. And uh-uh. I am very SEO optimized and I click and watch it. Yeah, it's very popular. Kind of, not as big as the ones yang apa the esports big guys tapi like basically like there will be some uh, sessions like uh, you might start like a second lead. So imagine that, even if you're starting in front, very good service. So that's basically the game lagging. I mean the service lagging, not not synchronizing, right? Yep. So oh. Since 2012, my uh, friend of mine told me they are still using P2P play servers. (laughs) So that means the servers are in uh, is either in Malaysia ataupun in Birmingham. Tengok lah. (laughs) That's how you do a competitive multiplayer game at this stage, no? Uh, remember for honor Ken, mm-hmm. that game was a was a dumpster fire because everybody didn't like the p2p uh, the p2p network despite the developers saying oh don't worry we have already managed everything we already taken into consideration now nah, the game lags the game sucks it was a <laughs> terrible horrible experience one year later they finally gave in they put up dedicated servers it's now playable at least Gameplay, gameplay balance aside, it's playable with a good network. So, F1 2018 still not there. Oh, boy. That's why it's very concerning since next month is the eSports series starting. So, um... oh, can't wait to see DC in, in a tournament. Oh, okay. I think I uh, haven't said this before, but because uh, there was a story that last year's eSports final was bugged. Hmm. Like uh, the re- the winning world champion actually had a faster car than everyone else. Wow. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, isn't that the point of the race to prove that the the reigning world champion has a 
No, this is the first time so much. Nobody knows who is the fastest. Tapi, uh... and the point was for the race that the, all the cars are balanced, right? I mean, uh, all uh... the cars are balanced, but then same race. speed. So, esports um... uh, ready, by the way. Esports <laughs> ready hashtag. Oh yeah, do you guys do you guys catch the the esports draft thing? Because Formula One already started to cover yeah. the whole, I mean the whole journey of oh the forty players or select uh, qualified for the pro draft and then they do the testing. One of them, uh, the challenges they do is. Is a of course is a sim racing, and I think one of the races they said that one player cannot finish the race due to a quote unquote uh, rig error. What's a rig error? Rig uh, as in the rig as in the the sim rig. Yeah, the sim rig. So basically, they tied to some hardware problem or something. I don't know, but in my mind, I think the game is hiccuping bad. Mm-hmm. Probably to cover that, huh? but hey, we don't know. They're blaming fan attack now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't throw yep. down your sponsors like that, man. They throw big money on that. So, fan attack yeah. everywhere on the tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there goes our esports uh, invitation for F1. For F1. Don't worry. We don't have a race in Malaysia for quite some time. Formula, Formula E sponsors. Formula E, okay, we can talk. So, anything else to add uh, aside from the 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 problems with the uh the system, the game itself, the Panterinos? I mean, I already said that in my review of it, which is you can see it uh, at our site. Yep. Uh, but yeah, the multiplayer is very disappointing. Very esport ready trademark. Well, prepare to be punted if you play it on online. Uh, that's where I'm yeah. going. Uh, it's pretty much, it's going to make you crazy. Speaking of crazy, Segway! <laughs> so, Anand, I need, I need to check an update. Check an update, check a look on you. Have you lost your sanity for playing your for playing Dark Souls, Soulsborne, Bloodborne? Yes, almost. I, I still haven't cleared Central ER now yet. First area. Oh, oh good luck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, have you killed the cleric beast yet, Alice? No, no, I, I'm almost there. Almost there. Ooh. Okay, to just to just set it up, uh, Anna, you haven't played any Soulsborne type of games ever until now, right? Nope. Nope. Like okay. The closest, uh. Like hack and hack and slash, uh, person RPG is The Witcher. That's the closest I've been playing. So this somewhere, is somewhere. Someone out there is crying that you just compared The Witcher to Dark Souls. better, but I, the the closest thing in terms of like the feel of the combat. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So basically, you haven't played anything like it, like uh, the nope. Dark Souls. Okay, nope. Hmm. I feel like we we do need like a special distinction because uh. Because hack and slash is such a broad genre. Like, you have Musso, you have Spectacle <laughs> Fighter, and you have Dark Souls. Yeah, we, well, I don't know why the argument didn't want to stick with the Souls-like uh, banner. Because I think, I don't, it, I think it's because like Souls-like gives too much credit to Dark Souls. Because it wasn't the first game to do it. 
Yeah, probably need a more generic name, right? Before, because, yeah. uh, like, remember when people keep on calling Doom clones? Now we call it yeah. first-person shooters, right? So, yeah. But, but I think they should be called Stamina Slashers. Stamina Slashers. Okay, but the Sekiro <laughs> is already out of that. Ha ha ha. Well, we... Sekiro is an outlier. and cannot be, cannot be counted in any data. Um... Uh, Let's let's leave it there. So back back to back to Anas. So how do you feel <laughs> about uh, Bloodborne? Okay, from your first, first all, time you create your character and to your I, first death. I, uh, I took like fifteen minutes to create my character. <laughs> okay, okay. Then, that's part then, of the course. Okay, then uh, the first uh, werewolf I did. Is it, how is it called? Yeah, it's, it's I, I, I did to the, the first werewolves and then went to the hunter stream and get the weapons and stuff and then proceed. And uh, in general, I feel that all of my deaths are my mistakes. So I, I read reviews and stuff. So Soulsborne, uh, so specifically Bloodborne, is very fair. Like uh, if you die, it's your mistake. So because and then I proceed with the game uh, properly. Okay, so I come to uh, any enemies, watch their attack pattern, and then move up uh bakan is at shoot uh heavy attack like that yeah play methodically and then you can finish it uh, <laughs> hey, what sort of weapon did you pick do you remember I got the axe uh, okay. and the, yeah, the, axe. And the hunter's pistol the hunter pistol i i want to choose the blunderbuss but then i think i need some range so i, I took the hunter's pistol mm. <laughs> yeah the pistol the pistol is pretty good uh the axe is amazing I, Especially the spin attack. Holy shit, it's good. <laughs> I use the cane. I regret that choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Gentleman. Yeah, but uh, until the time that there's that weapon in the sewers around Yanam, I forgot that one weapon that, that can turn into a spear or something. I forgot the Oh, name. the small spear, yeah. It's one of the best weapons in the game, yeah. When I found it, I never looked back. That's the main Okay, back to oh. So, how far did you manage? So, still at Central Yanam? Yeah, still at Central Yanam. Almost at the Cleric Beast. So, I'll... No, no, no. Not Cleric Beast. Oh, so... eh? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Cleric Beast, right? Cleric Beast. Uh, yeah, if, even though it's not like the... We say... You can say it's an option. <laughs> yeah, you can skip yeah, it. Right? I, I can skip to the second boss. Yeah, yeah. But... It it really helps if you kill the cleric beast because you get the Kirk hammer, one of my favorite weapons in the game. Oh Ooh. yeah, oh yeah, that's stone, oh, yeah. tombstone. <laughs> it's tombstone hammer. Yeah, that you can. Uh, that you... the first few the first few playthrough, like upon the first few deaths, I thought like, okay, I go through this, I need to kill this much uh, enemies. Then I found out that I can just keep, I can just run around them. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Mm. As long as I as long as I collect my uh all the blood echoes, I'm fine. I just keep it. That's yeah, that's that's... Bi- that's you know what? That's the big thing that when I discover that and then I start to Oh that's how you play this game. Oh my god, <laughs> no wonder people can finish this game. I thought people are crazy. Like uh-huh. Collecting collecting the echoes are uh, just optional for upgrades and items. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, like it's one of the most important Soulsborne lessons you will learn is that not every battle needs to be fought. Yes, 
there's an entire area in Dark Souls 2 that I cannot tell you what is in that area because I just ran through the whole thing because like <laughs> apparently in Scholar the first scene they patched it so that uh it was harder like you couldn't get to the bonfire without uh without a bit of intelligent play I'm just like no I need to run through. <laughs> oh, uh, fucking hell. Well, so, yeah, I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're enjoying Bloodborne, though. It's yes. honestly, it's great if you're not used to Dark Souls already. Like my Ooh. problem is, I'm very used to shield combat in Dark Souls. So, uh, so like I'm used to like having a shield, tanking a hit, and then counter attacking. So learning to dodge in Bloodborne was like a whole thing. There's no, there's no block or parry. So is there is a parry in Dark Souls. Parry, okay. I, mean, I, I need to learn it <laughs> because so I think gun. that's the most important combat move that I need to learn. The Ooh. gun is a, the gun is your parry. You shoot it at the right time and you will oh. strike the enemy. Okay, okay, I'll you'll, try that. You'll know that the parry is a parry when you hear the some some. There's one good noise there. You'll know it, and you'll be feel. I got it. I feel like a bad. <laughs> and then you miss the hit, the, the follow-up hit, <laughs> and then you regret. <laughs> you wasted a bullet. That's also why you take. That's also a reason to get the blunderbuss is because uh, the blunderbuss has the most stagger power. So like, for most of Central Yanam, I think, like one hit from the blunderbuss is a stagger already. Oh, so pistol will need a few more shots. Pistol is timing, I think. It's I think the clo- the more the closer to the attack, the more powerful the staggering power is. But for the oh. blunderbuss, Pantaija. <laughs> oh, just hammer it down. Ah, oh, okay. Yes. You learn something yeah. new. So, uh, uh, we can wrap this up. But before that, I need to ask you now one more thing. How many hours have you put in? Bloodborne, as of now, minute forty, a minute forty, yeah, no, 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 minute, uh, one hour forty, okay, one hour forty, still long ways that's to go. Bad. This, this is not bad, not bad. Hello, you accidentally died attacked. like twelve times. Uh, <laughs> I swear, for, uh, for the course. If you ever catch up to me, because I haven't played in like months, uh, we do co-op together. Ooh. Uh, co op, eh. I don't know. I I need to. My my friend haven't uh haven't subscribed to a PS Plus or so not online. Uh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll share with him some funds. Buy so God of War. Uh, one, one two nine. One two nine year. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. So okay, back to that. Uh, the why I asked the question about how many hours you put in because I want to ask Daniel how many hours you have put in to Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh god. This oh is the JRPG god. of all JRPGs. <laughs> and like oh. any good JRPGs is about how many hours have you put it in? Uh, okay. What if I tell you I've already put in like twelve hours and I've only been like ten percent you've already done of the game. Yeah, that sounds pretty correct. Yeah, it's a very JRPG. <laughs> it's a JRPG, alright. So yeah, uh, for those who do not know, can you explain uh, a bit about Dragon Quest 
11. So uh, Dragon Chess 11 is the latest installment in the Dragon Quest series, which um, to some of my friends on PlayStation friends list say that this is the return to the original Dragon Quest because the last one was pretty bad. Eh? I think Maria Rota suka the last one, the 10. Don't know, probably mixed reviews, I guess. Yeah, probably mixed reviews because uh, it was a voice protagonist and this one in 11, betul-betul like the oldest. You are silent, you are the only one that can save the world, <laughs> but there's someone to stop you there. That's a JRPG. That's mm. JRPG, but to be fair, this is the JRPG. Yeah, this is the JRPG. Then besides dear and... It's actually a uh, compared to with Final Fantasy and now it's an action RPG. This is still the original turn-based RPG that total random RNG is your friend or your enemy. Wait, so random battles can happen? Mm-hmm. Like if you like walk three steps and then suddenly a random battle happens? Uh, Not really, because it also takes like the... What's it called? Uh, like... If they don't see you, yeah, you don't fight them with Oh, okay. So at least you can see uh mm. potential enemies. Yeah, potential. Oh, okay, I okay, think okay. the the best uh feature of this new game is that you can now ride a horse, like much like a vehicle or whatever. Ha. If you have a low level enemy, you can just literally langga you that thing. <laughs> Crash and get the XP. Hello. Ah, dapat like uh, uh, like one two XP, tapi still dapat ya lah. <laughs> okay. It's so the best thing which So which uh, let me give you an example. Uh low level slime. Uh just hit it with your horse. <laughs> no need to fight them. Okay. So what else is special about eleven aside from it being a JRPG as JRPG? Well I think the the towns are incredible. I think this is their opinion hot wheels are by far one of the best. Because the the first starting world was in like you ever you came and start. The next one was Egyptian team, and then the current town I'm in was I think Italian. They keep saying Grazi Razi like Sebastian Vettel. Ah, Grazi Razi. Grazi Razi. Makina. Yeah, serious. I was like, oh, okay, I'm I'm here now. Huh. Yeah, so so I guess they put in the localization effort for that one. Yep, yep. Uh, Namco has... Namco ke? Oh, Square Enix. It's the Enix of the Square Enix. The, yeah, the Enix Square is the Final Fantasy. Enix brings nah. the Dragon Quest. That's how I remember it. Okay. The Enix Division and... Now we want... We want to make the most pure one, so... All in all... I should do a review, but I'll probably make it bef- uh, by October. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm already 11 hours and I've already I've checked the progress only 10% oh god you should get it by October if you do nothing else for the next few days yeah, pretty much uh, it's just a perfect it is a good game okay at least it's a good game because I do follow a few of our other media friends that are playing it I'm not sure about Najmi of Aziz fame he's still blowing through the game Still playing Dragon Quest Eleven, and the other person is uh comic slot Alif Ashraf Alif Ashraf Alif Ashari. 
of Kakucho Prey and Game Revolution fame. He's already 80 hours in the game. He, I think he's, yep. so then, he's pushing for the platinum, which is, oh, God, God bless yep. him. So, when I saw him, like, get an achievement and, like, 70 hours, I was like, oh, shit, God damn it, that's long as hours, man. We need to, like, make it company policy that for these kinds of games, we only do first impressions. So, okay, we get it out in the first 24 hours and then... <laughs> Too late for that, already 11 hours in. No, depend lah. If, like, Daniel, if you think that you can do a good, good, uh, if you feel comfortable with doing a first impression for 11 hours of an nah, possibly 60-hour game, then sure. Yeah, maybe, uh, I think I can, I think can hopefully i think i can finish because i already almost gotten all the characters uh. so probably coming to the inevitable first ever uh, best boss fight with the uh the main villain uh, uh at least 20 hours you can you can do a first impression i give the uh, yeah, I, I, i give the go <laughs> no no okay, no hours. questions asked you play 20 hours you say that 20 hours first impressions okay fine Okay, so the polygon method, okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the thing, kan. Like these kind of RPGs just exist to screw over our lives as reviewers. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, uh, we all have lives outside, outside of this as well. Tapi, it's like, uh, it's like we can't, we can't review. Like I can't possibly finish a 60 hour game. And write the review and also go to uni <laughs> without something taking a hit. Uh, uh. Speaking of taking a hit, I'm not sure if I can do this. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I saw that on the docket, Anan is taking a hit on Bridget for some reason. We are going to the Overwatch corner. Traveling to yeah. Overwatch corner. <laughs> and it's about the current right, um, meta diversity. Eh, Anna is not happy with Bridget, Bridget, Brigitta, whatever you call her. Bridget. Bridget. So please, Anna, fill us in. I do not know anything about Overwatch by now. I have totally, uh, what you say, resigned? Hang my boots. <laughs> so what Same. happened? Okay, so, uh, we, we, we have been having, uh, Overwatch World Cup group stage for the past, I think, past month. So, ah, yeah. in US and also in Thailand. Woo! Let's in Thailand, yeah. <laughs> What the... Okay, so, uh, and also in my competitive game and watching other streamers and pros, uh, a lot of uh, meta games have been played. So, you can play Reinhardt, Zarya, you can play Dive with Winston Diva. Um, you can play, uh, let's say, Zen Lucio, Zen Moira, uh, any any kind of combination of heroes. You, you can play the meta game for Overwatch. Now. So I'm really thankful that I'm not uh, constrained within a set of viable heroes now. So you can play anything. Nice. Okay. And everyone is like, oh, we're happy that the meta is kind of stable now and we can play anything we want. Anubrigita, please. please. <laughs> I have a question. Is it because the tournament isn't like deep yet? Sorry? Like you said, is it's an early stage for the tournament right now, right? Okay. Qualifiers, uh, yes, right? We are, we are in group stage. Oh, so, group stage, all right. Uh, okay, so we have four group stage. 
uh, and each stage uh, have six teams. Uh, yeah, six teams. So total 24 teams from 24 countries. And then uh, the top two of each group stage will go to BlizzCon for the final, semi-final final. BlizzCon! Hope we get tickets. <laughs> we'll do tickets. This Blizzard, please. <laughs> Blizzard, please. I, I reviewed Keltazad for you, Blizzard, please. <laughs> Blizzard, I give good review of Overwatch <laughs> two years ago. Please. Not for That's me, a... for none. <laughs> My my question is like, do you do you think that once like the the final start, everyone will start being stricter on meta, and then it becomes it goes back to its own boring humdrum, like only viable teams only, please wait. Uh okay, the the meta is kind of uh, map dependent, but the, uh, the diversity is good enough for us to feel that it's stable, unless you put Brigitte in. Which is <laughs> which is game breaking. So and even recently they found a bug or not uh, a bug or uh, in terms of uh, Brigitte movement tech. So it can basically Brigitte is basically uh, a dive uh, character now. Oh <laughs> wait, what? Further, yeah. Oh yeah, boy. Uh, okay. So you hold her shield and then uh, simultaneously bash and use your flail. You use your whip, your wow. e abilities. So you can dive as far as Winston. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if after this they're gonna find a bug, quote unquote bug, where she just pulls out a sniper rifle and can also snipe. <laughs> Basically, I'm learning she can do anything. Yeah, yeah she's, she's tank DPS support. Balanced <laughs> character, by the way. That's uh, too flex, too much flex for one character. Too much flex. Uh, to the point where uh during the group stage. Especially for the weaker teams, they were like, "Okay, we cannot move on with life. We cannot move on with uh, Moira, Ana, Moira Zen, or Moira Lucio. So we go triple support with Brigitte. <laughs> we can basically just mow through the enemy team with a Brigitte. No big deal. <laughs> and you got rally everything fight. Rally to me everything fight. Holy shit, it's broken as fuck. Uh, you know what? They remove hero stacking. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Uh, it's a good thing that the better diversity is now okay because I uh, I went to the gamers hideout like today. The game for PC is like eighty bucks now. Whoa! Has it always been eighty bucks? Okay. No, it was supposed to be like a hundred thirty. I think that's the goatee version. Yeah, the goatee version. But the basic one now like eighty seventy. So ah, uh, yeah, that it's quite cheap. Good yeah, enough. it's quite cheap now. So, since the meta is better now, buy them. It was on sale recently as well, right? I think it was it, because uh, they have free weekend, so free weekend sale, fifty percent. Uh, and also the humble bundle. They, oh yeah, uh, bundle yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. It was on the forty-eight humble. bucks, forty-eight ringgit. You can get Overwatch account. Why did I buy it for hundred twenty? <laughs> I bought it for hundred sixty. Oh. Launch day, launch day. Launch day. So I I bought it on console, so it was like one. I think it was like uh two hundred something. Oh, even worse. Well, I should not add more because <laughs> you. Know, I've already stated already how I got my copy. <laughs> By the way, one of the first uh, I think that was one of the first from well, well at least from Blizzard lah first review copy, and at least for me this uh that was uh my first review copy that I did for back then Gamer Malay English. G-M-E. The good old days. 
How far have we gone? We are now deep into the sheep post hole. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, okay, anything else to add? Nope. <laughs> That's all. all right. I, I just hope, I just hope uh, Blizzard picks Brigitte, please don't break the game. She's <laughs> basically uh, the Panterino. <laughs> please, every, no, Brigitino. In every match. In every uh, composition, every meta, she's the Panterino character. Oh, God. She's just bash into anything. Well, we know already that please know Panterino will be on mantra on the, the thumbnail. <laughs> and Brigitte. Brigitte. Uh, Baguette. Uh, just, just, a, just a quick reminder to keep on brainstorming as we go on. And we are already halfway. And we are only 40 yeah, minutes, yeah. around 40 minutes. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank the, thank God that one, I have a stopwatch now. We are <laughs> we are doing time management properly this time. And two, I haven't put a topic on there purposely because uh, I, I I admit I took a lot of time uh, last time. So yeah, I have to put on my bondages again. Can can we like actually talk about like the blunder that happened while we were recording last episode? So usually the reason why we don't have timekeeping is because I keep time for the podcast. And so I always message the group chat if we're running like if if we're running like too long on a topic. Oh yeah, I just remember. Oh, <laughs> because I know surprise. Like the the head shit poster is also the guy in is the guy keeping time. But so <laughs> I messaged like when we were we were already like two and a half. Like I messaged <laughs> I messaged Meg. I was like, dude, like can we can we just like lightning round the news like i really have to go i really need to go soon and then what he because i also if you also remember i posted rule 34 in the chat last <laughs> and i very adamantly do not want to to click that and that resulted he, he, only, he only saw the part of the chat where i said oh but we need to talk about dota <laughs> So that's how we got to three hours yesterday. From my point of view, I I, I just saw that. Uh, what is it? Hold on, I you I hear an echo. And I said we have to talk about Dota. That was when I saw it. Uh, when I saw the chat, I uh, just I saw, saw Dota. Chat, just saw so Dota. that means the news is still going. Your voice is still going. Your voice is still going. For you, for you. Whose voice? Oh no. Oh no. Oh oh. Uh-oh. The phantom uh-huh. voice. Hold on, I need to check the Discord. Okay, so we'll take our break now. Hmm. Do we do breaks in this podcast? I wasn't aware. I don't know. Don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Wham. Your side. Wham. Your side. My side? Hmm. Somehow. Somehow. Huh. <laughs> huh. <laughs> what, as in like... What am I echoing or? Uh uh-uh. uh. Yes. Uh-uh. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. What the fuck? That's. This has never happened before. Oh no. Oh no. And I, I, and I almost wanted to cut this beat, but it's too good to be cut now. <laughs> God damn. Okay. And so... what, what do you mean by phantom voice? Like, is it so you, all your audios are doubling up? Is it? Yeah. On our voice doubling up on your channel. Okay, well, probably you mute your mic for a while. Okay, and then you join back. And while Wam is settling his technical difficulties, let's move on to the news. 
Yes. Okay, hopefully he's come back. He will come back. So, there's a lot of things to talk about, but some of them are going to be very very quick. First All up, right. uh, this is just a game announcement, but this is a very. This is my kind of game announcement, so I have to put it there. Uh, have you guys heard well, of the game called Yeah Yeah Wab? You are here. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, is the ghost here? I don't know. I'm because I don't hear anything. So. Uh. Now Daniel is. Uh, oh, the your trackpad. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the ghost again, featuring the nah, ghost. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> featuring a ghost. So now we have to put the ghost in the opener. In the thumbnail, yeah. Yep. <laughs> He's here, the ghost of Diodot Lock, hunting us. Nice. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Back on topic. Uh, okay. Have you guys heard of the game called Little League? No. Alright. So let me just pitch you this. Imagine a Smash Brothers. Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but all of you have, uh, let's say, a sort of way to smack a ball. And basically, that one ball is your damage output. If you got hit by the ball, you are out. Oh, dodgeball then? It's basically not really dodgeball. I I compare it to squash and oh, okay. Smash Brothers. Like struggle in FF. It's like the which one? In no, not struggle. Sorry, I'm sorry, not FF. In Kingdom Hearts, you know when you when, oh yeah when you yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Kidout struggle the ball. Mm. And then you can only get. Da- And then you can only damage uh, the other person with the ball, right? Is I don't remember. I just remember like there's the ball is in the courtyard and you can you can like juggle it for practice something like that. Okay, something yeah. like something like that. But if you got hit by the ball, you're out. So that's little league. Mm-hmm. But the but the thing is, what sells the game apart is one. Uh, it has a very uh jet set radio style aesthetic. The sprites looks like it can be in a jet set radio game. The soundtrack is very hip hop, that sort of vibe. Mm. And then, uh, the gameplay itself is very anime. As in, you know that each uh each time you click and uh, you click each time you hit the ball, the ball will increase the velocity, increase speed, and you can see in the UI or oh, is. It's sticking up from two twenty to forty. Another hit eighty, and then another hit two hundred, and then by four hundred to the five thousand, and then <coughs> by each time you keep on rally, uh, keep the rally longer. The game will when you, when you hit the ball, it will get a time stop. It'll be like enemies like oh, we are going to emphasize the ball. Everybody stand still. The ball is spinning. Everything so <coughs> and then the ball just. <coughs> And yes, if you got over nine thousand, it's freaking, freaking cool. So that's Little League, and now there's a sequel, Little League Place. And the best thing about this, uh, there's a release trailer. When I listen to the release trailer, it has a you know there's there's a, some funky fresh beats, funky funky fresh beats. So there's a cool song, and I thought, huh, they are really going with the Jet Set Radio vibe. Turns out the composer for Jet Set Radio. Did contribute to the game. <laughs> Now it's basically a Jet Set Radio game. Nice. And I never they... played Jet Set Radio. I I don't think it aged well. <laughs> to to be fair, <laughs> but the aesthetic when the aesthetic is still holds up. And now that uh, this sequel also changes from using 2D sprites to 3D models, so yeah, even more Jet Set Radio 
come get it. They are now skateboarders, they are now rollerbladers. It's basically Jet Set Radio the game, but you smash stuff. Ooh. Smash stuff. Yep. Coming out on October on PC, next year on PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. 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 And switching topics. Nice. Ah, this one everyone wants to see. This one everyone yeah, likes. Right. Everyone's favorite topic: loot boxes. Uh, uh last time Hello we talked about buddies at K and E. Uh, the Jerry Cast. Yeah, Jerry Cast. The Jerry Cast. Oh, okay. So apparently, uh, in Belgium, loot box has been banned. I think in the Netherlands nice. as well. Uh, various companies have taken a uh, very mixed approach when it comes to this new uh, new law that has been implemented in these countries in Europe. And one of them, Valve, took out a lot of the loot boxes. Same goes to Blizzard. They put out a patch. Oh, we cannot sell you loot boxes directly. Something like that. And then comes in 2K. 2K says they put in a... I'm not sure if they put it, the statement public in, on Twitter or something, but they have like a statement saying that uh, uh, we do not agree with the interpretation of the Belgium law. And that was Blizzard. No, this, really? this is 2K. Okay. They, they, okay. they asked gamers to defend loot boxes for them. And, uh, <laughs> and basically, at the end, it says, uh, for, uh, for gamers, uh, please inquire to your local uh, government official or something, yeah. representative, uh, about this. Because we, as players, uh, you know the deal. So basically, they are begging us players to put in loot boxes again. No. Please ask for more loot boxes. I hate, I hate when 2K does this because 2K can be cool. Like, 2K occasionally makes really cool games, publishes really cool games, and then they do shit like this. My favorite thing about this, though, yeah, the two the two reactions to what happens when loot boxes are banned and you are pro loot box. You have 2K who's trying to play, like, the people, you know? They're, like, they're using rhetoric. They're like, oh, man, we need you to help defend loot boxes. And then you have EA who's baller as fuck. And it's just like, no, I'm gonna fight loot box. I'm gonna fight the law. Like, I'm do you know who I am? Law. I'm EA. Bitch. We are for the players. We focus on player experience. We offer choice. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, you got a bit of God voice going on there, man. Wow. <laughs> Did the thunderstorms join as well? No. <laughs> no, it was, you were echoing for a bit. Oh, God. Right. EE got some mad. <laughs> no, that's that's basically EE right now. They have a god complex. EA possessed Mac. So yeah, apparently EA are just like they're going to try and challenge the the law in court. Mm. This is America, you know. US is different. You buy um, politicians in US. In Belgium, okay, some some of the Belgian people, Belgians commented in the video, Young Year video, I think. Yep. They said that uh, Belgians basically like two or three different uh, systems of agenda from two from different pre-World War II countries and they are fighting for power with different agendas and the only thing they can do is follow the current rule rather than the new one. So 
good luck trying to change the politics there. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, because uh, it's not as I mean the whole the the way democracy works is if you can get the court to decide on something, then you can get the ruling to like you can change how it's gonna work. So technically, yeah, is kind of oh shit. Uh, EA is kind of like they're doing the right way to change the law, but it's like even though it's the correct way, it's much better than like telling people to write in and defend loot boxes. You know that's kind of shit. <laughs> the whole True, reason loot boxes are so dangerous is that they are so low effort. So this seems like an awful amount of effort to go through for something so low effort as loot boxes. <laughs> Yeah, hundred yeah. million, hundred of million revenue from FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah, I I get like how much revenue they are, but I just find this so funny that like loot boxes are inherently low effort, but EA is going through lawyers. Like lawyers are the ultimate last resort of any corporation. Bad ideas everywhere. Mm, challenge everything I mean, you say. EA Games. Challenge everything. <laughs> On one hand, though, I'm glad they didn't ask gamers to write to legislators. Like, holy shit, that's a bad idea. But uh, still, involving lawyers, ooh, ballsy. Because you know what happens if this loses, right? Set a precedent. Yeah, it sets a precedent. If the thing goes to court and then the court says, no, loot boxes are gambling, like, that is way more dangerous than uh, a politician saying loot boxes are gambling because yeah legal issues man welcome to legal matters podcast <laughs> and apparently yeah, lawyers, by the way don't take our advice legal advice <laughs> our, yeah, our lawyers are saying to tell you not to take our legal advice <laughs> oh my god and all of this uh, Hello Blue has riled up enough commotion that 15 different, well, 15 different countries. Well, you can say 15 different countries and one uh, representing you, not representing US, one from Washington State. Uh, the you see the game gambling regulators representing those countries and one Washington mm-hmm. State are now bending together to one uh, to ban also of third party gambling from games that is the kinds of the sites such as CS Lotto CS, uh, CSGO Lotto something like that right? where you can basically uh, gamble your uh, in-game items to a third party and then the third party give you something back or something like that lah, which is Ooh. totally illegal that is totally gambling so sure good that's a good thing to ban and another thing is uh, to investigate about loot boxes well at, right now is to discuss about the the lines uh, that are the the blurring lines between gambling and gaming. Well, because that's the thing, right? Because they clearly use gambling tactics in loot boxes, but they don't have to follow gambling laws, which is where the problem is. Exactly. Also, in the ultimate act of irony, I'm saying this as I play food fantasy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that gacha talk seeping in. The gacha, the gacha boy want to ban the gacha. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I don't think banning is the, like we necessarily have to ban the box, but they do Regulate. need some regulation because yeah. that's how you stop the battlefronts 
like food fancy is free and i still haven't spent any money in this game so you know it's not that it's not that bad but you look at battlefront it's like you spend shit ton of money and then you you spend even more money in the game same thing with overwatch uh i think jim sterling made a very good argument on one of his videos where he says no company sells something that they don't want you to buy that's why the whole like you you don't have to buy loot box like do you do do you do Are you are you telling me you want to be the only person who is all default Overwatch skins while your friend has Witch Mercy and Dildo Genji? Uh... You know what? That that point and uh, I remember listening to the recent Giant Bombcast and apparently there was a discovery. There was a conversation about how the kids, I guess in the US lah, uh, the kids are calling people defaults. As in, oh, this guy only plays uh, Fortnite with the default skin. So it's such a default. Oh uh, yeah, my brother, my brother mentioned that as well. His default is an ex- is an insult. Oh, he's already here. Oh boy. Oh man. Not casual, though. Defaults. Suck it, Hacking. defaults. Hacking defaults, man, ruining my game. Oh, uh, you know what the next level insult for that is? You say you're a default and your parents are a bunch of defaulters. Oh, <laughs> oh, boy. oh my god. Oh my god. So many defaulters. You know uh, that there are plenty of various uh, gaming companies that have defaulted and now bankrupt and their IPs are somewhere in the Netherlands. Netherlands. Unknown Man. who owns it. Is it a lawyer company or is it some... Other company that uh, taken all the IPs and make them theirs, and apparently we are going to shout out to the best Grim Reaper in the video game industry right now. THQ Nordic. No, they're not a Grim. They're not a Grim Reaper. Necromancers. Grim Reapers kill them. They're necromancers. Yeah, they're necromancers. <laughs> Good. Ah man, sorry about that. Yeah, bring out your dead. Bring out your dead IPs. Nine pence. So like yeah, he uh, is the Grim Reaper of franchises. This is yeah. the great necromancer of the video games industry. Pickle Dead Space. Uh, Don't worry, THQ Nordic is on the case. <laughs> and I can't wait for the THQ reboot of Dead Space. <laughs> so for those who do not know, uh, let me recap this. THQ Nordic itself... Uh, Took the that's it. That studio that mm-hmm. Nordic did mm. revive oh. that name, which makes it all the, the circle is complete. It makes just the quite the good storyline about it because they. Wait, are... wait, wait. I, have, I have to interject here. If if THQ is a dead studio, and it's bringing stuff from the dead, that's not a necromancer. That's a lich. We have the lich. <laughs> <of> the <video. laughs> oh boy! I. For some reason, our thumbnail will be Halloween theme. And it's not yet October. Nah. <laughs> yeah, your Halloween episode came early, bitches. Uh, Halloween edition indeed. So, THQ Nordic itself is also reviving that name. Uh, apparently, they bought out Deep Silver a while ago. And, nice. we, and when they buy Deep Silver, of course, they got back uh, Saints Row, which was a THQ IP. Back home, mm-hmm. everything back home. They also own Homefront, but the important thing is they own the studio that made uh, Time Splitters and Second Sight. 
and both of their IPs. Mm. Time Splitters was basically, uh, if you remember the team behind Golden Eye, Rare that made Golden Eye, uh, some of them move out, create a new studio called Free Radical, and they made Time Splitters, which explains a lot of the similarities between the gameplay, the silly, the silliness, and a lot of the, uh, you know how people keep saying odd job is OP because it's a bit short. In Time Splitters, you can play as a monkey. That's, you are even more shorter. They're going with that route. So that's basically, there are chances for those two IPs to be revived. Probably. But it is most likely because THQ Nordic has been remastering a lot of games recently. So remaster. Probably remaster, probably a new sequel, who knows. They made Darksiders 3. So, yeah. Oh, we're getting a new Darksiders. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a new sequel. And, and the new character is a lady, right? Fury, yeah. She has a whip. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait for all the fanboys. You can't have women in Darksiders. I guess. So? One week, bitch. Next on the list, for some reason, they managed to got, got hold of the IP of the, ki- the Kingdoms of Amalo. <laughs> Oh. Now this is a dead dead nice. game. Uh, this uh this studio was founded uh using uh, the taxpayers' money of the state of Rhode Island in USA. So this is a state funded, <laughs> this is a state funded game development company. And just as soon as they released the, their first game, Kingdoms of Amalo: Reckoning, they got bankrupt. They defaulted and. All of the projects, including an MMO that was basically that their main project, got got uh, basically was just got cold, dead. Nobody owns it. I think the state of Rhode Island owns it for quite a time. And after this, you got it back. Imagine them, like I'm imagining them just buy, just going to the offices of Rhode Island. Hi, can I buy an IP? Oh, which IP? Uh, the game one. Oh yeah, I imagine it, it, they would they would like have to auction it off if they ran out of money. Cause you just you go like the the impound and you're like, okay, <laughs> now we have the IP rights to Kingdoms of Amalo. Twenty five cents. Oh, that's a bargain for twenty five cents because they, <laughs> you know that that was a back then that was a big IP. They say, oh, they have taught me falling. We have the R.A. Salvatore writing the law for 1,000 years. And the designer, uh, not designer, I think one of the leads from Morrowind. Some Elder Scrolls <laughs> game, I forgot. But yeah, they got that back. Uh, one thing to add, uh, for them to remaster uh, Reckoning, Amalo Reckoning, uh, they have to go through EE still. Because ah. the game is was published under EA via the EA Partners program. So basically, EA helps publishing it, but they have no IP rights. Which explains why the IP rights goes back to the state of Rhode Island. <laughs> and so yeah, they still need to have some talks about that. But hey, it's in good hands. And this breaking news today, at the day of the recording, they rescued another IP from another developer. This time it's from Atari. They have reti- they have gotten the they have gotten they have the rights to Alone in the Dark. Oh, thank God! The OG survival <laughs> horror series. 
please do not remember the 2015 game that they tried to make a co-op shooter that was very terrible. No, that did not exist. <laughs> the last game was 2008, and 2008. Was, that was already bad. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit bad. It sounds good at uh, uh, during the preview time though, but it didn't turn out well. And a strategy game, uh, strategy series called Act of War from Atari. So yeah, another two. What's funny is they were going with the whole necromancer analogy, right? Remember, Atari literally buried their game in a landfill. <laughs> so the necromancy continues. Well, technically, Atari is also a necromancer because the original Atari is dead. Infograms bought the rights to use the Atari name, so they become Atari, the French Atari, and I think, French Atari. and I think that also dissolved or something because the new rights owner is a bit different, which explains ah, uh, which explains the new French again, not yeah. probably or maybe the, the 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 other Chinese company that apparently do chicken frozen chicken. Oh, chicken. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if it just turns out Ayamas owns, uh, owns Atari? <laughs> yeah, that 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 Atari is not the real Atari. It's already a necromancer. They already, it's the same situation with THQ Nordic. So for them to interact like this is weird. A trade between necromancers. Ah, <laughs> uh, THQ Nordic, bringing back the dead, bring out your dead. To be fair, though, like, uh, a company. Using the Atari name and holding on to IPs is a necromancy. It's like possession, essentially. You have this demon possessing. Mm, considering their considering their output is terrible, I I I like to believe so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- anyways, speaking of companies from your past that uh that refuse to die, do you want a PlayStation One, Mac? Actually, I don't. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, game, the PlayStation Classic was announced. Uh, it's forty percent smaller than the than the regular PlayStation one, and uh, I assume it's going to have a HDMI output. Like there is an HDMI output. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. So. It's a smaller PlayStation One. Comes as a PlayStation One controller, complete with no analog sticks. The original DualShock, the <laughs> DualShock, the pre-DualShock days. Oh, yeah, those were dark days. Yeah, man. Like I said, Lolly DualShock. Um, oh God! Now I get it. Oh shit! Ah! Uh, <laughs> uh, oh shit! Why we need? Come here. Uh, it no. comes preloaded with 20 games, of which a Final Fantasy VII game is there. Wouldn't it be great if it just turns out that's the remake? That's... <laughs> oh, God. Do we need a remake anymore? Yeah, it's a neat thing, but uh, come on. It's, it, even though we are all excited about, oh, what are games are going to be? There are the 15 games. But let's be real for a while. They should have made it backwards compatible. They should have made PS4 backwards. Yeah, yeah. That's what PlayStation now was supposed to be. But now it's dead as well. 
No, the thing, the good thing is the X, uh, Microsoft, the Xbox will not ever be doing this because <laughs> they can still play Xbox games, OG Xbox games, Xbox mm-hmm. 360 games, and hands. Some of them can be played on 4K for some reason as well on their latest Xbox One. Mm. No need mm. to no further purchase necessary. Listen, man, they're just trying to get that Nintendo money. Yeah. 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 Still though. What are the other 15 games? We need to discuss this. Okay, uh, can you read off what games are there so we know not to include them on the list? The five games that are confirmed are Final Fantasy VII, Jumping Flash, it's a launch game. Don't no, don't ask questions. Rich Racer Type 4, Tekken 3, and uh, this is classic one, Wild Arms. Ooh, Wild Arms. Wild Arms. 20th anniversary next year. Finally, some love for wild arms. So yeah. Okay, okay so I'm just going to rule out Grand Turismo because of licensing issues. Oh my god! I like GT one lah. Oh, I haven't considered the Toyota Mitsubishi thing. Oh yeah, god! No it will be perfect because the rest Toyota, the rest like Honda all okay, except for Mitsubishi and Toyota. So GT you can. Cross out Grand Turismo and Need for Speed. Hmm. Nah, no good Need for. No, there are good Need for Speed games there, but uh, not a classic. Not a classic on oh. PS One. Oh, it did. But they they have a remake now. Yeah. The thing uh, is, yeah, they, they, would, they, it would be weird to. I mean, hmm? in terms of uh, in terms of the sentimental nostalgia value, they should put one of the PS One mascots. Either Crash or Spyro. I I like to say Spyro, but of course you they will go, have to go, go for Crash. Oh, you go! <laughs> <laughs> oh God! No. Justice for Hugo. Oh God! <laughs> that... Never touch that again. Uh... You know what game they need to put on? They need to put fucking Digimon World 2. <laughs> Do you know about Digimon World 2, Mac? It is one of the most grindy ass RPGs ever. Although well, there, there's a lot of Digimon games, is it the game where you have to train your Digimon? You have to keep it poop. Uh, keep it poop. You have no, to body that's, train. That's no, that's World One. That's World One. But actually, oh, they okay. they legit should add World One because World One is a good game. Two is more JRPG than one. Mm. And the way it works is that your Digimon has a level cap of level thirteen. It will not evolve until level fifteen. So what you have to do is you have to keep capturing duplicates of that Digimon, and so you fuse, you fuse your maxed out Digimon with one of the other Digimon, and during using some like math, it adds to your maximum level cap, but basically your first like fifty fusions are only gonna raise your level cap by one, and then. After the fusion, you start back at level one, and you have to re-grind all the way uh, up. No, <laughs> that's that's oh my god! This is the, the the power of nostalgia. It brings back the good and the bad memories. Bad memories. Yeah, like whenever oh, someone's boy. like, "Oh, we need to make games like the old days again," you want that? You want that, people? Do you want no. grind fest the game? My friend played it at six hundred percent speed on an emulator. Oh. Just Boy. to get, just to make the grinding more bearable. 
somehow it's even worse than one. I gave up with one. I cannot wrap my head around it. Uh, oh, they they made a spiritual remake for one actually, like last year. Yeah, Next Order oh, is a spiritual yeah, yeah. remake to one. Not a bad game. The last dungeon sucks ass though. I quit at the last dungeon. <laughs> All right, what else? They uh, should Chris... put Resident Evil Two. I was about to say that. <laughs> I <laughs> okay, you like it so much, right? Yeah, I don't mind. Like that means you can play the original on your. Classic, and then you can play the full remake version on your PS4, just to see the difference. Mm. Mm. Have I told the story before that I two basically ruined my childhood and stopped me from playing survival horror games until I I conquered my demons by playing Resident Evil Four till the end. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider Three. Nah, Legends. Tomb- okay, Legends. What's the one yang dia mati tu? Is it 4th Chronicles? I think 4th, yeah, yeah, 4th. I think the one she dies. Oh god, the, and, the, and then everything was uh, basically nost- uh, nostalgia. Basically flashback, right? Yep. But, but I think I like 3 because the the intro really screws you up because you have to go... Now, the first thing you do is you slide down. You are in some jungle and then you have to slide down and then suddenly, if you do not know what you do, you just dead. Apparently, there are spikes. You have to jump and time your jumps until you reach down there. And there are uh, quite number of spikes you have to jump. Or not, uh, you can see Lara got spiked. <laughs> Even in the old days. Uh, what are the classics? Spike has to be part of the thumbnail. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out later. What uh, again? Just... Spike what? Lara got spiked. Ah, uh, uh, that there's plenty of enemies to go around, I guess. <laughs> In the reboot but thing, ah. Uh. Funny enough, my brother actually brought up a game that he says should be on the PlayStation Classic. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk Pro Skater Three. Uh, uh, I'm not sure three, but but two. Uh, oh, there's maybe a problem with that because license Activision doesn't own the license anymore. Oh uh, yeah, music license, right? Yes. He's my friend. He's the Superman. If they were, <laughs> if they were, if they don't have Goldfinger Superman, it's just not Tony Hawk, man. Zero out of ten. Can they we just give a replace the music with Tony Hawk covering all the music? Oh my god. <laughs> hey Tony, you want to earn uh, more money? Just come to office and sing everything. <laughs> Uh, Tony Hawk Pro is this station. Um, some other classes. Well, Twisted not Metal. Twist, uh, Twist, Original Silent Hill. Oh, Original Silent Hill. Hill. Uh, yeah, one more. Jet Moto. No, no, no. Apa lagi racing games that is not a licensed song? I was about to say Hot Wheels Turbo Racing, but there has a Metallica intro, so no. Uh, <laughs> that, that, it's a Hot Wheels game. It starts with the give me fuel, give me fire, give me what I desire. It starts with that, and it's awesome, man. Yeah, Twisted Metal, uh, that's the only other game that is. For the Europe, yeah. guys, Wipeout. Oh, yes, Wipeout. Uh, the original. 
Sly Cooper, I imagine, or COPS2. Oh, wait, wait. Sly Cooper PS2. is PS2, right? Uh, um, okay lah. Okay lah. Bubsy 3D. <laughs> Bubsy 3D. Okay, I guess that's the list. I think there's enough games on the on there right now. Uh, oh, no, no, we forgot. Uh, PUBG. Yeah, yeah PUBG. Yeah, PUBG Mobile. PUBG Mobile. <laughs> that particular one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll put they'll put Doom in there. <laughs> oh, Doom, Doom PS1. Doom. Yeah. yeah, there was Doom for the PS1. There was Doom for the PS1. <laughs> I would not mind. It's a good game. I think it's Best a good that. port. Good enough Best port. <laughs> yeah, so I guess that's our 20 games. I'll list it down. Probably it's 15. Probably it's 20. We'll, we'll make our own list later on. It should be on there on the post. So, yeah. Next on the list is uh, what I can say is a very, very troubling thing to exist. When someone incompetent or at least uh, not well informed do a guide, uh, things can happen. Anan, can you fill us in? Yeah, yeah. So basically they take uh, uh, a journalist from The Verge. Uh, he's, okay, the video is okay. Uh, I've been using this PC for a few years now, so I'm going to upgrade. So this is a list of components, and I'm going to show you how to build it. And I proceeded to build in probably the most funny way. In terms of, uh, if 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 you make uh build a PC, how not to do it? This is the video. This will be it. <laughs> so basically, how to basic lah. Yeah, sort of yeah. <laughs> Okay, one example. Okay, uh, you put the thermal uh, thermal compound, thermal paste on the CPU. So usually you put on uh, the size of a rice, uh, mm. just just one piece of rice. You put it and he he put it like a toothpaste on there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too much, though. Put in corner, put in center, and then spread it around, like making cake, something I don't know. Oh my god! No. <laughs> There's some misleading information. So. Every uh, YouTube PC builder, uh, pretty much part of the video, and to the point where the Verge disabled comments and likes on the video. I mean, <laughs> that, sounds so much like, that sounds like they've just got to stick up their butts. Like, was it ever advertised as like a serious PC build video? It is serious PC build. It was sponsored by Intel, I think. It yeah. seems so. So they, they, it's very saying, bad. They, they're literally saying like PC okay. So mm. people, maybe people who are newbies will, instead of going to the normal computers, like sense, they go to the uh, proper gen, uh, tech journalism who doesn't know anything about it. <laughs> Barely knows it. I don't know. It sounds like a jokey video. Like you say, they used to... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people say, oh, this might be a troll video, but as it turns out, it's not. They're serious. And apparently, they, uh, pull, they pulled the video already. Have they already pulled it? Seems so. Yeah, I saw this post from Reddit two days ago and it says, yeah, the Verge pulls how to build a custom PC video. Okay, nice. <laughs> it needs to be pulled away. Pulled out. Yeah, yeah. As well, one thing, of course, even though they screw up, don't, don't harass them, please. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not yeah. good. That's not they the way to. That's not the way to cross a uh, 
point across a point. No. How's the saying goes? Get a point across. Got the point across. Thank you. I and cannot the, get the, my point across. The PC building community is also a bit condescending, I'd say, in terms of pointing out the mistakes. So, But they are tech journalism website, so they should know better. I don't know. There, there's two sides of the coin here. Whether you punish, you call them out strongly or give some good pointers. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, uh, uh, I, at least uh, at least they've pulled out the video. They said, okay, this is this is not up to our standards. Sure, but they let it out anyway. But now they know that it's not up to their standards. And they pull it out. They say, okay, later we'll discuss this. Uh, then uh, we'll put out another good, better video later on. So, and also people, people hate it so much that to the point where they say, This is the consequence of his uh, social justice warrior agenda. Oh boy, <laughs> we're getting there. Oh no. You know Godwin's Law? Yeah. We, and... Yeah, so for those of you not aware, Godwin's Law states that the longer an argument goes on, like all conversations eventually lead to Nazis. Hitler, specifically. Na- Nazis or Hitler. So It's... the new Godwin's new law is everything eventually leads to agenda social justice warrior. It's like a few steps away from there. So yeah, we're not going there. Okay, move on. Let's diverge from the verge and uh, to Soviet DNA. I've heard of this before, but uh, and can you explain what is it exactly? PC, PC gamer and PC enthusiast event. So basically, probably one of the biggest in Malaysia. So yeah, specifically for PC gamer, PC enthusiast. So the exhibitions of uh, PC modding, so PC gaming exhibitions, uh, and also manufacturers, distributors, and retailers. So they come together in this event and network together. So let's say general public uh, as an enthusiast, they can also come and make network. So we prob- we probably can network with some of the, uh, let's say may- maybe some esports athletes or uh, manufacturers get review stuff. Probably uh, I think I'm looking at the sponsors right now. Well, Acer, I think we have a uh, relationship with Acer, etc., etc. Yeah, Acer, Acer. It, it doesn't help to see them again. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> and also, also some distributor like uh, Ingram Michael. And remember, they are listening. We have talked about this behind camera. <laughs> Wait, we don't. <laughs> I I mean in our social, uh, in our chats before here outside of the podcast. So yeah, yeah. I think it's a good thing to have these sort of events. Basically, the the most important is the networking where. It's important as us gamers build the community and also mingle around, see people, meet other people, and see how what's the scene is how it is currently right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially because uh, uh, I think a few months back, Fundever, uh, our buddies at Fundever, they have an event for streamers, and Serverdin is one of the main sponsor. So if we oh, support yeah, Serverdin. We also uh, will prob- they will probably do it again. So we are in directly, indirectly support our local streamers. So support over DNA. Come to the event. So I will be there too. That's basically what we are seeing. So for those who are interested, just Google over DNA. The first thing you see on their website is 
how to get your free tickets. Yeah, entrance is free. Huh, free. Oh, four points extracted. Uh huh. That's a good selling point. And oh my god, we are go- doing good with the time. So this is just uh, this is just like a few other smaller, smaller, smaller points. Basically, these are basically old news by now. But there's some hints of gold that we should go through, nevertheless. But first, uh, let me set it up. Uh, one of the things is that TGS is happening right now. Currently, right now. We are live at, T- at TGS at home. At home. <laughs> yeah, at home. TGS is live right now. We are at home. And last week, uh, we have seen the pre-TGS show. By Sony, we oh, scroll PS lineup to. Oh so cringe. Like that was, that was a really cringe live stream. Holy shit! No, which voice do you least like? Square, uh, circle. I can't remember. It I don't like bad. square. X is very robotic, which is fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the whole thing was that you were on a spaceship in the shape of a PlayStation controller visiting game planets. Basically, it was like it was the same universe as Steam's uh, Summer Sale. This kind of Steam Summer Sale also had the game planets. <laughs> yeah. It was, and so you had like the ship was being piloted by the four face buttons: the triangle, circle, square, and cross. And they're just like it, the voice acting was so cringe. It was. They're like talking about how like oh we we have to put her down we have to do... and then game trailers just show us the game trailers it's okay we don't need we don't need a space opera. It's an expensive space opera though. Those CG effects. Yeah, I'm just looking at it like look at all this money that could be spent like doing anything else. Tony, why? Uh boy. So just let me just uh go through all my cliff notes of the event, some of the announcements. If you uh, guys like to talk about some of them, just stop me. So, let's uh, start with side games, uh, Project Awakening, sort of a character action game. Uh, some medieval stuff, you fight a beast. Uh, next is uh, Kinder Hearts 3 trailer for Big Hero 6. Apparently, that was a pre... No, that was a shorter trailer. The full trailer has just been released. Uh, now, during TJS. Uh, there's also a VR experience for Kingdom Hearts. So next, Square Enix again. Uh, there's a there's a new studio called Studio Estola. One of the lead developers is uh, the person that led the Tales of series from Bandai Namco. I forgot uh, mm-hmm. the name. Uh, it has the word Baba. I forgot the name. <laughs> uh, you guys can check. It runs on the Unreal Engine. Uh, next, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remaster. Grab the bucket. That's a four-player co-op game. Oh no! <laughs> the GameCube one. Right? Yeah, it was uh, the GameCube one. From what I remember, that you need to have the Game Boy Advance <laughs> play co-op or something like that. It's a weird game. What oh. game was this? Sorry. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remaster for PS4, and later they announced for Switch. We'll get that. Uh, we'll talk about Switch later. Uh, there's a game called Monkey King Hero. No, Monkey King Hero is back. Uh, it's developed by Hexadrive. 
there's some dog fighting World War 2 game. I think that's from the Japanese developers that probably will not be out here. Uh, next, there's a Days Gone trailer. No, Days Gone. That's it. <laughs> uh, God of Eater 3. That's a new thing, yeah? The Great Eater 3, yeah. Uh, it's, I think it's releasing in Japan this year, end of this year, 13-12, if I put my notes correctly. <laughs> then there's a third-person shooter that looks like PUBG. I'm not sure what the name is because it's all written in... Japanese. Uh, yeah, in Japanese, so... I'm not sure about the name, so I just say that game that looks like PUBG, and then there's a trailer for for Blobs Four. So... Don't say that because then the Blue Sky Studios is gonna get a huge boner every time you say a game looks like PUBG. No, uh, PUBG looks like this game. Uh... <laughs> uh... Doing the switcheroo. PUBG, you should beware. Your game looks like this. And uh, next, uh, new EDF, EDF Iron Rain coming next year. There's oh, a Twix is switched there. Come again? It's uh, the new EDF is a uh... no. It's not. It's a shoot 'em up. Ah, shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up. Is it a shoot 'em up? I thought it was a regular EDF game. It looked like a regular EDF game. Really? Because there oh, are, there's an EDF five right coming or uh very soon coming very soon or already out. I'm not sure. And I think, I think it's... that's the one. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one. The EDF five. Uh, so I guess Iron Iron Ring is something else. This one is coming next year. Uh, Iron Ring ninety is the sh- the shmup. Uh, okay, so that, I I don't know what the game is. I know I just take the title here. Uh, next, uh, there's a trailer for Ghost of Tsushima, and it's all in Japanese as it should. It sounds great. It looks great. Kino. Mm-hmm. There's a trailer for Death Stranding. Uh, no, there's a teaser for Death Stranding. The trailer is not out yet at the time of recording. We will soon know what the hell Hideo Kojima is uh, going to show to us later. And uh, Next, uh, Resident Evil 2. Remake. Looks good. <laughs> next. That's all. That's all. <laughs> next is Dead or Alive 6. Some character reveals. And of course... Of course, you have Mary Rose and Hon- yeah. Yep. Yeah. and Honkers and Ayane and Demon. Thank you, It will be out uh, early next year, February 15. Next on the list, oh, this is an interesting one. SNK uh, tease a new IP coming, a new game or IP coming. Uh, leading up to this event, and that new announcement was a new Samurai Showdown. Nice. Wait, in... wait. Oh yeah, sorry. No, continue with your thing first. There's a new Samurai Showdown. It will be released in 2019. It is uh, going to be on Unreal. It looks fantastic, and there will be blood. <laughs> yeah, I, I played Samurai Showdown. I like that game. Guildford man, best best character. Is him the guy with the dog? Uh, I think so. I know he's the blue and orange. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's Ken Masters, but a ninja. Uh, <laughs> it, also, is he the guy with the English voice lines? Yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, next. I, one. Huh? No, I have yeah, yeah. one important thing to bring up before we get too far away from it. Okay, Marie Rose on. is in is in Warrior All Stars. Excuse me? 
Marie Rose is a playable character in Koei's hack and slash title Warriors All Stars. Represent. I is this? Do they mean Warriors All Stars? Oh, like it, it's Dynasty the Musou. Warriors. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's basically Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> I think Hayabusa <laughs> is there. It's her Musou attack that she calls the FBI down and yes. <laughs> She's also in Senran Kagura Peach Beach Slash, Splash, by the way. Ah. 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 Okay. Oh my god. That's the Mary Hero's power block. <laughs> Next on the list, Yakuza Team's new IP. Uh, the, the logo says Judge Eyes, but in English it's still called Project Judge. Oh, you play I'm as, excited. Uh, this is where I'm going to stop every, the, the stop the train. Uh, there's an you play as Tak Tak Tak. I forgot the name. It's Tak. Oh uh, you an ex lawyer, then investigator. You stoop around, you tell people, and then suddenly, if all else fails, you pass up some dudes with your kung fu moves. You're basically playing as the Tom Cruise of Japan, so that's all you need to know. <laughs> You can wall run into a power bomb. Yep, pretty much Tom Cruise. You are the Tom Cruise of Japan. Can and you can you climb a couch? That would be great. <laughs> we haven't seen the inside interiors yet. You can dress uh... up as a Dracula as a disguise. So you know <laughs> it's a Yakuza game. And I think in the the TGS announcement, this is not in the event. Uh, they have announced two games that uh two arcade games. You can go to the club Sega and play real Sega arcade games, just like in Yakuza. Uh, I think one of them is the fighting game Fighting Vipers. Nice. The other is a moto game that I forgot the name, but it's something about riding motorbikes. So hang on. Not not hang on. Something else. Oh. But yeah, uh, demo is out in Japan. And it's confirmed on stage. Uh, it will have an English release coming to the West in 2019, which is oh nice. They've they've heard of uh us English fans, so yeah, good. Next, Sekiro new trailer. Left alive new trailer. Okay, okay. Oh, left alive. Uh... It looks like Metal Gear, but in front of She she come up with, you can see she comes work. Can literally editing characters. And it says that it's a survival game. So, oh god! And they oh, have no. vances, vances that looks like Metal Gears. If you do not, oh, if no. you, if you do not appreciate the very distinct look of the vances, you might say it's a Metal Gear. Yeah, coming out uh, hmm. next year, twenty eighteen. Eh, twenty eighteen, of February. What next game is again? Sorry, Left Alive. Uh... Next, Gungriff Gore, uh, G-O-R-E. G-O-R-E stands for something. I did not put the note there. Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer and some waifu bait about a game by Kadokawa. Some waifu bait, I put it there. And a lot oh, of... Oh, Azulay, I think. Not maybe. I think it was actually Azulay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. The kid that our ads. <laughs> Thankfully, I have not been infected with that. Ace Combat 7 in VR, uh, Ace Robot, Rescue Mission, VR. There are scene that From Software VR game coming out November. Uh, some other VR game. Space Channel 5 VR. Ooh. Break up that 
Dead IPs left and right. Uh. Up, down, down, choo, choo, choo. <laughs> AVR! And yeah, that's basically, that's basically the list. And before we go on to the Switch, how about we just go to one other TGS announcement? Let's, let's just yes. talk about Devil May Cry. It's, it's new. It's new. It literally happened a few hours ago. We got Devil May Cry. Shit. First off, I don't know if you've seen the photos, but Capcom's Devil May Cry booth is like, it looks like the town. It's got the neon lights and everything, like, holy shit. Oh, they're uh, doing the RE2 thing. At the yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, we got, we finally got an actual Dante gameplay trailer. Like, we got a Dante-centric trailer. First mm-hmm. thing is that his new, his theme... Like, compared to Devil Trigger, is not very good. It's like this weird screamo metal. And it's just... Eh. You know, it doesn't feel very DMC. It's very, like... It's a lot slower than other DMC songs. You know what? Sorry, taken down? Yes. Uh, the music video got taken down because apparently, like, the, the band is kind of, like, sketchy. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, but but we got to see like we got to see a shit ton of weapons in the game. Actually, like we have our mandatory hand-to-hand weapon, the Ifrit-type weapon. Yeah, I forgot what it's called already. It has a new name this time. Uh, I don't I don't know any of the names. I always uh, saw the screen. I forgot. Ah, uh, let me check back. Let me check back. You go, continue. Continue. But so, uh, you can use Sparda, or a weapon that looks suspiciously like Sparda anyways. It is Sparda. It's a sci- it's it, a, is it is Sparda. Cool, yep. yeah. They confirm it. You, it's a, uh, uh, you get to use Sparda in the game. You get the bike that you see is a, is a boss. Like, you fight it in true DMC fashion. You fight a powerful lord of hell and then turn him into an item that you get to use. <laughs> Typical Devil May Cry. The bike's, <laughs> name, is, the bike's name is Cavalier. Cavalier, yeah. The the gauntlets and griefs is called Balrog this time. Balrog. Ah. Balrog of Mordor. And the the rest of his weapon set they, that they shown in the trailer is basically Dante's old things. The Rebellion Saw, Ebony and Ivory, the Coyote A, Shotgun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, we got to see Lady and Trish. Lady looks amazing. Trish also looks amazing. But I think the main thing with Trish is that they've loosened her corset. So her boobs are not like unholy. (laughs) She looks a bit weird when you realize that that's how a normal human's anatomy looks. Uh, I'm glad they're using the RE7 engine. The pages are very expressive. Capcom using the RE engine to good use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen, man, when you make an engine like that, you you have to milk it for all its worth. <laughs> I like that Square Enix Lightning Tools engine. Every yeah, game, you engine. Every game, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, now they use the RE. Good. This is all secondary to the most important Devil May Cry news today. Ah, uh, good. Which is they've announced the pre-order bonuses for the game. So, in the pre-order, you get like weapon skins, eh, 
You get live action cutscenes. I don't know what that means. I I'm hoping for an FMV DMC game. Like Ooh. what the fuck? No, I, I, I have a better idea. How about just the actors in their mocap suits? Yes, that they might actually everything. They record everything. I would totally change the cinematic just to see the actors in the mocap suits. Oh, okay. play the whole game like that, yeah. <laughs> Mocap Dante, best skin. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, uh, quick like lore up there. We also know the third playable character. It's Kylo Ren. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I I saw uh, him in yeah. the leaks. Yeah, he's he's in the trailer as well. He's like uh, at the very end. So basically, but... all uh, basically all the leaks thing that we've talked about last episode, uh, Capcom already revealed it. So yeah. Yeah. So, they have a trigger. He has a free order. Other pre-order bonuses, uh, you get, what was it, you get a bunch of Nero arms. Mm, more Devil Breakers. So one, more Devil Breakers. One of them is the Mega Buster, because it's a Capcom game. It totally fits him. <laughs> and the most important bit of news is one of his arms is a vibrator arm. Which one is it? It's oh, called uh, like deep sensuality or something. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me pull tender, it up. Real. Tender something, right? Is it? Yeah. Let me let me Go find on. it. I I reblogged it on Tumblr earlier. It's apparently it's on the X. They know this because the listings are already on the Xbox store, so you can nice. Uh, see, that's a lot of lady Trish. Yeah, Trish and Trish especially because she looks like a normal human, so she's she looks the weirdest out of everyone. Sweet <laughs> surrender, that's what it's called. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Now let me see if I can find Sweet Surrender, a devil breaker created by Nico to relieve Kirie's tension. Nero is too rough to do the job without hurting Kirie, so the device is made of soft materials. Its vibration feature is especially effective at alleviating shoulder and hip pain. <laughs> it also looks like a Hitachi wand. Like a Hitachi massage wand. It's white and pink, right? White and gold. White, white and gold. And gold. Please, Kirie is a classy lady. Okay. She doesn't go for your boorish pink vibrators. <laughs> Hers are white and gold and attached to her boyfriend. Oh my god. I fucking love the movie cry. Yeah, do want... Remember, uh, remember when people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be a more realistic Devil May Cry. It's gonna be grittier." And then now we have vibrator arm. Man, oh. one is. I bet like it's going to actually turn up the turn up the vibration on your controller when you use it. <laughs> oh, but you know how each arm is supposed to have like special attack. Do you finger the demons to death? Oh god, you have given more ideas <laughs> to the thumbnail. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> oh boy! Just get one of the DMC four scarecrows and do like the anime blush lines on it. Uh. <laughs> also, you can change the soundtrack with DMC two, three, and four music, which is great. Because I'm gonna, if you can change individual tracks, I'm gonna change Dante's track to DMC four Dante. God. I just keep scrolling past, like, Lady looks so good. Like, holy shit, Lady looks good. Oh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the, the alternate colors if you pre-order? Uh, I don't understand what Lady's one was supposed to be. 
I'm not sure. So I only got two. Dante looks like Dante. And mm-hmm. and Trish is basically Gloria. Yeah, mm, oh yeah, yeah. That because uh, spoilers for DMC four, she makes out with Gloria, so that's why she would have like Gloria colors. Yeah, uh, the super best friends playthrough of Devil May Cry. Uh, they somehow made a rude joke about things about Trish and Gloria. I will not say it here. You just find that LP episode six. Yeah, that's while, all I while we're say. still while we're still talking about Devil May Cry, an important thing. Thank you, Capcom, for this feature. Is if you buy Devil May Cry for a special edition, they have a I've already played Devil May Cry for pack, which gives you unlocks all the content for you. Like you can pay like I think ten ringgit extra to to unlock all the content in the game. Because ah. I have played Devil May Cry for to death, like I've played a shit ton. But to unlock Virgil, you have to like I think you have to beat the game three times or something like that. So, or Trish and Lady, definitely, you have to beat the game, like, I think, three times to unlock them. So, thank you, Capcom. <laughs> Plus, it gives you enough money to unlock all your quality of life skills. So I'm like, thank you, Capcom. Now I can focus on actually playing the game with the skills that I remember having. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's uh, De- Devil May Cry 5, like, literally just happened today. Uh, and, I am excited for it. Couple in March, right? Was there any word for the demo? Like they keep saying that they they're gonna have a demo already, but they no, no demo word yet. on the demo, not yet. Demo may cry, man. When demo may cry. Demo never cry. Demo learning. We better wrap things up. Because... <laughs> yeah, I was going yeah, to we... <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop there. Uh, okay, so the the other thing is we had a Nintendo Direct which was delayed because of the hurricane. Uh like don't cry don't cry if it gets delayed for a hurricane, like these are real people. The most like no one gives a shit about what happened at the direct except for Animal Crossing and Isabella and Smash. Yep, there yeah, was pretty much. there was it a was lot the... of camping and smashing and whatnot. It was great because the trailer is shows Isabella like upset that the mayor has been busy with the campsite and Smash, and then suddenly she gets invited for Smash, and then Tom Nook is like, "Huh, guess it's just me now." And then suddenly Animal Crossing 2019. <laughs> so this year we play at Tom Nook for the whole game. <laughs> yeah, man, you be a lone shark. You <laughs> be the original Mister Shakedown. Nice. Uh, uh, uh. but. Yeah, we have Nintendo news that is not related to the direct, which is what I wrote in the docket here. Yes, related to an orange guy. So don't worry, we won't harp on this for too long. So basically, if you're not in the know, uh, the president of the United States cheated on his then pregnant wife with a porn star, and then tried to pay her to to shut up, and then because of that, uh, that made news. And so she wrote a book about her time with the president in which she describes his penis as looking like the mushroom from Mario Kart. <laughs> and a ton of toad pictures appear. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite thing is Nintendo. I think if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see that I retweeted this the other day. Uh, 
Nintendo tweeted like a long empty tweet. Like they just put full stop, enter, full stop, enter, full stop, enter. As a long ass tweet. And then at the very bottom is Toad. Like Toad looking out the corner. Like, thank God Nintendo has a sense of humor. Foreshadowing. <laughs> if this were Disney, like Disney would sue every person that, that makes a Toad penis joke. They probably don't understand <laughs> that's the Nintendo America doing this. Yeah. God damn. Also, Game Grumps made made the joke first, like, because they have Starbomb has the Luigi's Ballad video that ends the line, well, his whole body is shaped like a dick. Mm. But yeah, man. Toad is a lying racist penis. And on that note, we shall conclude our podcast for the day. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we ended up going long anyways, like almost two hours. That's what standard. Uh, we 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 st- we halted a lot on the P- PlayStation. Took a lot of time. That's all I have to say. So before we move on to the shilling, let's just one more time, please recap what's on the thumbnail. Recap, what's on the thumbnail? Uh, we need to have Brigitta holding, like, all the characters' weapons. Oh, no. If, you know Gilgamesh's Gates of Babylon, Daniel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brigitta, and then all the all the Overwatch weapons coming out. But make it, like, low-budget AF. Please Just, like, stop hold, hold, on the Reno Bridget. Yeah, uh, put, it, put that as a text box. <laughs> Please, no Pantorino, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the ghosts as well. Just put in a generic ghost. I'll find the most generic ghost uh, as possible. Just like the generic oh, part of last um, episode. Artist, but with uh, but with a THQ logo on him. <laughs> yeah, basically, with with buddy artist as a buddy, as a buddy lynch. Uh, I want to sneak in Atari there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Keltazat. You get Keltazat to be Atari. Okay. Alright. Uh, I have to re listen to everything here. Okay. And. What else? Uh, spikes? Yeah, Spikes. Oh, yeah, Lara, Lara, spikes. Lara spikes. And the Demon Make Right thing. You vibrate. Let me try. Uh, yes. Surrender. What? what? Yeah, just put in a Hitachi logo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just put uh, Dante, but. Re- you put Nero and then you Photoshop out his arm and put a Hitachi a Hitachi wand as his arm. Uh, and then I put in Sweet Surrender as the name. Yeah, sure. Mm. <laughs> Halloween, <laughs> unintended Halloween episode completed. Ooh. Oh boy, so yeah. Uh without wasting too much time, let's go to the shilling, starting with one. Hello. If you follow me, you know that pedophilia is bad and it shouldn't take this this much effort to tell, to learn that. Yes. So you should follow me on Twitter, at Wamero. Uh, Patreon, if you want to give me money. But Patreon's been kind of dead this month because I'm in uni hell. Uh, no convention so far. But yeah, follow me, Wamero. Uh, Facebook, Cruz Crusader Wamero. If you have any comments, just tweet them. Tweet them at me or Daniel. On Twitter, we want to hear from you. And, uh, yeah, fuck pedophiles. Uh, uh, you can follow me on Nurakimi, N-U-R-A-K-I-M-I, because my last account got banned. Rest in peace. Flake. Flakey. 
Mm-hmm. And bad do... because underage. Really? <laughs> bad because of Twitter crimes. Twitter crimes. <laughs> uh, so I'm uh, at the at time of uh, recording. I'll be racing for the Toyota Esports race at Subway Pyramid. Ah, uh, represent the Ula Boys. Ula Boys rule. I'm representing Ula Boys. I'm not going. Uh, <laughs> I can stop my booking. Ah, uh, tapo is okay. I shall represent Ula Boys and probably get like the. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Anan? Anan. Yeah. I'm not shilling. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, he's Anan. <laughs> Same shit. You can listen to past podcast. Check Facebook the YouTube only... description. <laughs> yeah, on <only> Facebook. <laughs> I'm not interested uh, in either social media. Uh, right. So you can only hear Anan exclusively on Dialogue Law, the Game of podcast. That's exclusive <laughs> for you, listeners. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, we should put our Anna They're not like, exclusive what? Unless, you want, unless you want to give me money I can give all my contact number <laughs> oh. uh, so, And you can find me Amiral Macronos Ashraf uh, Find me mostly on Twitter Macronos M-E-C-K-R-O-N-O-S And this has been They're not like, The Gaming Matters Podcast Episode 15 And Hopefully Ghost will not be haunting you. If so, check your mic. Jangan biarkan tiup anda disturbed history. Don't forget to just pray to Reggie to get rid of ghost. Reggie! <laughs> yeah, obligatory Reggie reference right before the end of the episode. Cut! <laughs>